Whether you're looking to achieve financial freedom, boost your personal development, or enhance your business acumen, you are in the right place. My name is Simone Samaluka Radzins, and I am on a journey for true business freedom, and I want to have you along for the ride. Each week, we dive deep into the topics that empower you to live a more free and fulfilling life and also give you the tools to do that in your business. Girl, are you ready to quantum your financial impact? I want to get you up to speed with this Financial Momentum mini-series. This is a previously recorded weekly summit for the group coaching program, Profit Accelerator, and I want to give you special access. Listen to it, and by the end of this mini-series, I guarantee you're going to start feeling so much more abundance and wealth and power in your life and your money. Let's talk about the first part of the wealth building journey. The wealth building journey as your online business, as your service-based business. And really, I think we can hone it almost into online because so many of these principles are not just if you have a service-based business, right? And so what I'm gonna talk about today is all about the build part of the wealth equation, right? So building your income. And how do you actually build income in a meaningful and an interesting way where you are getting out of trading time and money? Because that's what you don't wanna do. And that's what I see too often happening. And even when, I'll get into that in a little bit, but. As I think about it, okay, so you jump ship. Let's just give the example. You jump ship, you're like, yes, I'm entrepreneur. You step into freelance mode of entrepreneurship, right? Which was, I can give you my example. Okay, I did financial consulting in corporate. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna just build my financial consulting company. That's great. What I quickly did was I got out of trading time for money. Now, as an accountant, that is actually very difficult because accountants typically have and CPAs typically have an hourly rate, right? So my hourly rate was very high because of the market that I was in, because of the clients that I had, the niche that I was. It was between $250 and $350 an hour, right? So even when I was trading time for money at that point, it was a beneficial move for me but it wasn't perfect and it was a beneficial move because of two things. So we all have, just like your business has a break even point, your you have a break even point and it doesn't mean something negative of like your mindset break even. It's talking about what is your hourly break even point. And your hourly break even point really gives you this power for you to understand how you actually run your business. When you can understand your hourly break even point, which I'm probably like, how do you calculate? Yes, I'll get into that. When you can understand your hourly break even point, you can say, you know what, I shouldn't, like your time all of a sudden is very valuable because it looks at, so your hourly break even point looks at the time that you want to put into your business and your end wealth goals, right? And your end wealth goals, meaning your net pay that you're paying yourself as a business owner, that's gonna flow through into your wealth plan. So that's what your hourly break even looks at to those two equations, those two things. And so pretty quickly, if you're like, yeah, I want to spend 20 hours a week working on my business. Okay. And I want to make this much money. Let's say it's, let's just keep the easy math, 10,000 a month net income. All right. That, if you actually look at that and you look at how many days you want to take off and what 20 hours means, it means that your break even point is probably with that equation, it's going to be over 100, 150, whatever that currency would be. I'm thinking in dollars, but we could do this to euros, okay? So imagine that. So all of a sudden you have your break-even point. 
And you're like, okay, so my break even, if I'm trying to hit those wealth goals, that means that minimum for me to hit that, thinking about, and that's not even considering taxes and all that stuff, right? So there's obviously there's parts of this equation, but that means that every hour I spend, I should, my business, or I should, and if I'm trading time for money, I should be making more than my hourly break even. Exactly. And so what happens is that people don't do the math and people say, you know what? I am going to, um, my competitor is charging this. I'm, no, no. And then they aren't even thinking strategically in this. And then they're not making money because they're charging less than their hourly break even, or they're doing tasks. This is actually the very important part. They're doing tasks that somebody that would be an employee could do, somebody that you can outsource, that you can delegate, right? So why this is important and why we're having this conversation is we think about the wealth quadrant. What's the wealth quadrant? I'm still working on my book, Wealthy Mom, Healthy Mom. And the reason is it's a play off of Rich Dad, Poor Dad because there's no shame in money. And Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that is a fucking mindset fuck. No, it's a wealthy mom, it's a healthy mom, and that's open for men and women. We're having a wealthy mom mentality here, and that was the whole reason of naming that book. Still in progress there. But the reason why we care so much about thinking about time is that when we think about the wealth quadrant, which is in Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? It's looking at actually how do you become really wealthy? You are a business owner or you are an investor. Most entrepreneurs or solopreneurs are not thinking about it. So the first quadrant in the wealth quadrant is that you are a nine to fiver, that you are literally trading time for money. Now, of course, you can hack that. You can build systems and how you're doing things. You can have passive income. You can work on obviously building passive income that gets you into a completely different quadrant that would hopefully overtake that quadrant but a lot of people are still doing it wrong when they're like oh yeah i'm going to pick up a side hustle and i'm going to work so much and i'm going to work 80 hours a week and then you don't remember the definition of wealth your location the time that you have right so we're talking about really time and money here so that's the first quadrant the second quadrant is the freelancer which unfortunately a lot of service businesses are in and a lot of solopreneurs, even if you are combining a little bit of product base, are in. You are operating, you are delivering, but you are getting compensated for the time that you're putting in your business. We got to get into the third or the fourth quadrant. Third quadrant, voila, c'est la business owner. I don't know why I had to break the French out, but it's the business owner. It's the business owner. And the business owner is the, the person that has the systems that puts obviously time into their business but from a leadership perspective you can be a service provider and be a business owner you can do that and you can run an e-commerce business and still make your jewelry and still be able to do that but at one point you have to recognize what do you really want to be do you want to be that creator or do you want to be that business owner and you can be both right i think that's the beauty of being able to marry and add in automation into how you build your income so that's the business owner the investor is all about making money work for you so when we think about building real estate 
and having long-term property rentals, short-term property rentals like Airbnb, really investing, but you have to have a lot of money to be able to do this, really investing into the market, getting dividends or having capital gains from if, you're, if your stocks are appreciating and you're actually taking it out. This is the area that I'm still learning. I'm no, no expert at all yet there, but those are the ways, or investing in a business, getting dividends from the business, or what I like to think about, even though it is the business owner, is like last year I made 16000 in passive income from selling one course, right? Didn't have, I did put in the work. I call this automated income, really, because you still always have to put in the work and then you have to maintain it a little bit. So that's not in the investor because money's still not working. I created an asset, right? And so that's the whole point is like you are focused on creating assets in your business. You're not focused on creating more products that you have to just deliver and just go around and around. You're focused on building systems. Systems can then be assets. That is the goal. And that really is the challenge for you right now. So we are going to cap it off right now. And I want you to think about, how does that feel for you? Does this even resonate? If you are, I hope it's a hell yeah, girl, tell me more because we will only talk about this stuff and do the stuff and implement the stuff. But that's what I want for you. Because if you are really trying to have location freedom, if you are really trying to scale impact, that's what I'm calling it. Like you're trying to scale your impact, scale yourself. Then this is the route to go is to step out of freelancer, doing it, trading time for money and get into business owner and also building assets for your business and really getting in those two quadrants of wealth, which is business owner and investor. That's the whole goal is just focusing on when you put in your energy and your time into your business that you are only creating assets all the time. And what's interesting is that if you are trying to scale at impact and do something a little bit differently, because you can build, like you can still build a business and have very minimal time finding clients with great sales systems, right? You don't have to go on social media. And I think that's the interesting thing where a lot of people get really confused. If you're like, let's say you're trying to build a, a six figure business and you, you don't, and you know what you're offering is you can show the value, all that kind of stuff. It's not hard at all to build that. And it's not usually from my experience when I built it the first time, it was not through Instagram. It was not through this social media. It's through very strategic marketing. It's through referrals. It's through sales. Like to me, that's way. But another way, way that you can do it if you're really trying to scale, because I look at it almost at two different equations, is like it's always price times quantity, right? At the end of the day, it's price times quantity for when you're thinking about wealth, when you're thinking about your revenue, when you're thinking about your income, right? Price, whatever you're charging, quantity, how many people you're helping, how much jewelry you're selling, whatever that is. Now, there's different ways to think about that depending on what you're selling. And those are some of the more detailed things we cover in Financial Whole. I'm not, it's too complicated. I need to share my screen to even go over it. But it's price times quantity. That's what you have to think about. And so if you're really just trying to build, six, excuse me, six figures, and you are a service provider and you're providing value, like sell your digital marketing and you're providing massive value to your stuff, that perhaps is the agency model. And that sales, you don't have to show up on Instagram. I'm trying to help thousands of people. The only way that I can do it effectively is through social. So it's interesting when you think, coupled with obviously sales until I figure out the social, 
So I guess my point in all of this is that everything is 100% possible. The, and I've talked about this all throughout the last few sessions. It's your mindset and your belief system if you believe you can do it. Because you can do it. So you have to feel it. You have to know you can. And you have to be willing to commit to change. So that's all I wanted to share today. Thank you for tuning in. I obviously love talking about this stuff. And I hope you are finding it valuable. If you are, please leave a comment. I would love to know like how this is resonating, how this is hitting, what questions do you have? Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'm so, so happy that we are connected and part of a community that are really focused on building true freedom in our business and in our life. So if you love this, if you liked it, if you found some value in it, please make sure that you like it and you subscribe to the podcast. If you're feeling extra, extra grateful, share it with a friend, anyone who might have needed this. The more people that we can help collectively, the better we're all going to be. Until next week, have a beautiful, lovely, happy, and fulfilled week.